0: Welcome back to Stronger Together, the podcast, where we talk about surviving and thriving after domestic violence. This is Dr. Michelle, and I'm going to share part of my story with you. Listen in each week where my best friend, Cynthia, and I will share different parts of our stories. I met Mark when I was a kid. I think I was in middle school when we met, so I might have been about twelve. Mark, his mom, and her boyfriend moved into the house across the street from my parents' house. Mark's sister was my age, but she didn't live with her mom. She lived with her dad about an hour away, but when she was in town visiting her mom, we were best friends. She visited her mom during summer vacations, and I spent a lot of time with her at her mom's house across the street. One day I noticed Mark, who was about two years older than me, when I was hanging out with his sister, I noticed he was noticing me and he paid a lot of attention to me. He joked around with me and his sister. He hung out with us and we had fun together. This was pretty different from what I was used to with my older sister. She never let me or my younger sister hang out with her. And she never hung out with me and my friends. Eventually, when his sister wasn't around, I started hanging out with Mark. We walked to the park. We hung out at his friend's house. We listened to music together. We listened to ACDC and the Scorpions and Rush. It was fun. We had a lot of fun together. And then we became girlfriend and boyfriend. I was about 13 at that time. His friend Paul was almost always with us. Paul didn't have a girlfriend, so it was usually just the three of us. The one thing that Mark and Paul did a lot of that I didn't like was smoke. They were always smoking. If they weren't smoking cigarettes, they were smoking pot. It bothered me because my dad was a smoker and I couldn't stand the smell of cigarettes anymore. Pot was something new to me and I really didn't like the way it smelled, but they did it all the time. They got stoned a lot. I tried it once, but I didn't like the way it made me feel, so I didn't smoke it with them. At some point, they also started drinking a lot of beer. I tried that once too, but I didn't like that feeling either, so I didn't drink with them either. I still hung out with them though while they were doing that stuff, but it wasn't really for me. At that time, we walked everywhere together. I was between 13 to 14 years old, And they were about 15 to 16. So none of us drove a car yet, which is a good thing since they were drinking and smoking so much pot. We walked to the park, we walked to the store, we walked to the arcade, we walked to Paul's house and then back to our neighborhood. We walked to the river, we walked to the park over by Paul's house, etc. At some point that year, Mark's mom moved to another house that was about two or three miles away. And we walked there and back a few times. I was in ninth grade. Once Mark and his mom moved, he started hanging out with some other friends, some other guys that I didn't know who were a little bit older. The few times that I met them, they were partying really hard. I'm not sure how old they were, but they were definitely older than us and drove cars and motorcycles. They made me uncomfortable because they cursed a lot and listened to their music so loud that you could barely hear each other speak. And they were always drinking. I mean, every time that I saw them, they were drinking. Mark and I met up with his friends one day at the river, which was down the street from his mom's house. It was in the beginning of the summer, It was very hot that day. Some of them were swimming in the river, but most of them were just partying and listening to music. Mark started drinking beer as soon as we got there. He got drunk pretty fast. I told him we should probably go. He said he would, but he just kept drinking. I was trying to be the responsible one because he was starting to slur his words, and I was kind of worried that he wouldn't be able to walk back to his mom's house. I was kind of scared too to leave by myself because I had only been there once before. And I wasn't sure how to get back from there to his mom's new house. And this was way before cell phones. I said, Come on, Mark, let's go. Finally he said, Okay. He was actually walking okay, but he looked pretty wasted to me. We walked for a few minutes along some of the river trails, and it didn't really look familiar. I asked him if we were going the right way. He said we were. There were tall grass and bushes and trees all around us, so I thought we were lost because I didn't recognize the surroundings. He said we weren't. He said we needed to stop for a minute, though, so, so he could rest. I believed him because he seemed pretty junk, and I thought that He probably needed to sit down. I could still hear his friends in the distance with their music blaring so loudly and their voices even louder, trying to outdo the music. Black Sabbath was on. I can't remember which song though. And it was so hot. I didn't wanna stop walking because it was so hot, but I thought that he needed to rest. He sat down on the trail right in the middle of the trail on the ground. I asked him what he was doing sitting on the ground. He told me to sit down too. I asked him why I didn't want to get all dirty sitting on the ground. He grabbed my arm and yanked me down next to him. I told him that hurt my arm and my butt when I landed on the ground. He didn't seem to notice what I said or care. He started to kiss me. I said, stop, it's too hot. Let's just go. He started kissing my neck. I told him to stop again. He wouldn't stop. He started pulling my shorts down. I kept telling him to stop, but he wouldn't. I was too afraid to scream and yell for help because I could still hear his drunk friends in the background. I was afraid they would come over and make it worse. I was afraid they would cheer him on or gang gang rape me or who knows what. I tried to push him off of me. I couldn't. He was six foot four and I was a skinny little ninth grader who was about five, six and weighed less than 120 pounds. I couldn't get him to stop. I couldn't push him off. I couldn't break free from his grip of my wrists. I couldn't yell for help. I just kept crying and saying softly, but firmly, please stop Mark, please stop. He didn't stop. He raped me on the trail at the river. And then I got away. His friends didn't hear anything. They didn't see anything. They didn't do anything. I never saw any of them again. Not even Mark, especially not Mark. Mark called one day after that. Well, he called and called. And eventually I answered the phone one time and he said, I need to see you. And I said, no, he begged and begged. I asked, why do you need to see me? He finally said, we have to break up. I said, we're already broken up. We broke up that day at the river. He said, yeah, that's why we have to break up. I didn't understand what, why he was calling me to say that to me. But I said, you raped me. He denied it. He said he was so drunk that he didn't remember anything that day. So I asked him, then why are you saying that we have to break up? He was silent. He never answered the question. He just sat there silent. I said, don't ever call me again. I think that was the first time that I stood up to Mark. Upon reflection, there were many times that Mark was abusive and controlling. I just didn't realize it at the time. He was manipulative and played the victim more than once. There was one time he wanted me to cut school to go to the park or the river with him and his friend Paul. I said I couldn't, I had to go to school. I was an honor student. I couldn't cut school. I never cut school before that, and I was not planning to cut school on that day. He begged and begged. I kept saying no. He eventually said that he was suicidal and that he needed me to be there for him to make sure that he didn't hurt himself. I was in ninth grade. How in the hell is a ninth grader supposed to prevent someone from hurting or killing themselves? But I didn't know that at the time. So I cut school that day because I didn't want him to hurt or kill himself. And yes, I got caught. And yes, I got in trouble with my parents and with the school. There were other times that he called my house and wanted to talk when we were dating. But I couldn't because I had to do homework. He would beg and beg for me to talk to him, eventually getting his way and getting attention from me as I explained why I couldn't talk to him and why I had to go and do my homework. Like a true narcissist, he wanted attention in any way he could get it. I would end up in tears because he would say things like, you don't love me or you don't want to talk to me or you don't want to be with me because I'm not smart like you. It's manipulative and controlling and verbally abusive. But I didn't get that at the time. I was 14 years old.